Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, but we are getting off the Bruce train tonight, though he will come up as he normally does. And uh, I am talking to a fellow podcaster. Uh, We're going to talk a little music. We're going to talk about an event that is coming up in a couple of days. So Western Wonder, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to visit with you and kind of talk about us. Tell us a little about yourself. Well, uh, I actually have a separate podcast of my own, not exactly this event, uh, but it's called the Western Reviews Podcast. It features reviews of uh, a variety of different movies and shows from various decades. And I've been doing this for a bit of a while. And uh, ever since starting this, I've actually had stemmed off into a music theme podcast which while it is on the back burner at the moment i plan to resume very very soon and that one uh, that podcast is known as two grumpy music snobs i actually do both of those voices it's a parody of two old men voices the snobs that like to talk about various artists some they might not like some they really do like so oh that uh, sounds fun yeah <laughs> well good well uh so uh, that talks about you as a podcast, talking about you as a person. So uh, tell us a little about yourself. Where'd you grow up and what kind of music did you listen to uh, as you were growing up? Well, uh, I'm, I live down here in the South and I've been raised down here uh, all of my life, basically. But uh, in terms of music taste, since this is a music podcast, I've listened to a variety of different genres growing up. Uh, early on, uh, my preferred kind of genre was Mostly a mixture of rhythm and blues, R&B, gospel, that kind of thing. But since then, I'm a little bit more open to a variety of different genres. <laughs> yeah. Through my parents, especially. Yeah. What kind of, uh, where down south? Uh, south Carolina, actually, as oh, a matter okay. of fact. Very right nice. Between the Carolinas. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're, I spent a lot of my time growing up in Louisiana. Oh, wow. So uh, definitely know that Southern thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so your parents were big rhythm and blues uh, fans growing up. Is that what that they listen uh, to a lot? Basically, yeah. Yes. Uh, mainly my mother. She uh, listens to a lot of rhythm and blues, uh, Latin music. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father, you know, has more rock and metal type of guy. Though he's, yeah. Both of them are open to a variety of different genres. <laughs> yeah. So as you started growing up and getting your own taste, uh, did you... Did you end up kind of rebelling against your parents' music or did you still embrace it, but just expanded your palate, so to speak? I don't think I rebelled against them. I'm not like any other kid in the movie might rebel and be like, nah, I like something more new. I've actually kind of embraced some of their classic sounds. Uh, Newer music, some aspects, I, I am very interested in listening to some other ones just don't really catch my ear that I'm very interested in. It doesn't really yeah. give like a, a, a kind of looking for music that kind of has a retro vibe, kind of a okay. classic vibe. And, okay. and some things nowadays, I don't really think fits that, you know, type of thing mm-hmm. I'm looking for. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, WW, who are some of your favorite artists? Uh, does this uh, matter for any generation? Uh, new yeah. old? Uh, well, in terms of older artists, uh, I'm pretty sure my producer told you, Prior to me being on, I think one of my first biggest loves was the group Queen. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, great group. Uh, <laughs> recently saw the movie that came out in recent memory. Yeah. Uh, I have my own thoughts about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's further the time. But 
that was one of my first loves eventually just delve into a variety of classic artists what about uh, so i want to expand a little bit what about freddie mercury and the boys spoke to you why did you love queen so much what about it you know kind of piqued your interest uh the fact that they had so many different songs they're very creative a lot of different genres yeah. uh <laughs> I won't say that uh, on a philosophical way, the, the lyrics kind of, you know, there are some, some songs, do, but some songs is just listening to it and you think, oh, this doesn't seem like the same band that would do this <laughs> on the radio, uh, especially since the first song that I definitely wasn't supposed to them was not one of their heavier rock songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first song I definitely remember hearing them on the radio was uh, Another One Bites the Dust, which has a bit of a more rhythm and blues type flavor compared yeah. to the earlier stuff. So, yeah, almost. Yeah. I mean, it, it has that almost, you know, the whole 50s rock rockability, you know, it it, mm-hmm. and you, it is kind of funny if you if you can get away with Freddie Mercury, like you could recognize the voice, but you think about, you know, um, need somebody to love and, you know, another one bites the dust. You're like, really? This is the same band. This is the same band. (laughs) Yeah. I I get that. I mean, now the vocals are the same Mm -hmm. and, and I, and I love the idea that, um, you know, the, the guys wanted to do different things. They, they, they creatively, you know, I, they didn't want to, you know, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, you know, do Absolutely. things. And, and I, I think, I think a lot of creative people are that way. I think that they love mm-hmm. trying to try new things, explore new things. And usually as you know, you, you have two kinds of fandoms, the fandom that sits there. No, no, no. I want this again. You know, right. I want this again. <laughs> I want Bohemian Rhapsody again. Or the right. others are like, hey, I'm going with you wherever you go. I'm Whatever journey you're taking, and I'm right there next to you. Right. Which is kind of pretty much what had happened yeah. uh, as they went on with their careers. Like, internationally, I think they kind of got bigger. But here yeah. in, in the U.S. in particular, looking back at their history, some fans were like, no, we yeah. want some of the more heavy music. And as a result, they kind of yeah. falled off a little bit and really didn't kind of come back into, like, top yeah. loop until, you know, after Freddie Mercury's unfortunate passing in the nineties, sometime in the nineties. So, yeah. So yeah. as a, as a big fan um, and as someone who does a movie review podcast, uh, I've got to ask you. So, I mean, I was a casual fan when I went to the movie, you know, when I yeah. watched the queen movie, yes. the first thing that struck me is, damn, I forgot how many songs they had, you know, right? <laughs> That's what all people say. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, you know, and so, and I always take a grain of salt. I know that a biopic, you know, you, even if you're in the spirit of, you know, trying to tell the same thing, you, you always oh, yeah. take things. So what you had mentioned, you had thoughts on the movie. And so uh, let's, I'd love to hear them. Well, thank you. Uh, well, mainly, like I said, the most striking thing is that it reminds you of how many hits that they had. Uh, basically, seeing how things were set up, how the songs were made, how the hits were made, how they just went out into live format. Uh, basically, and also the visuals, I, I think, just seeing like a big live yeah. audience. It's very surreal, uh, which I know will probably <laughs> appeal to one of the questions that I got about live concerts later. Yeah. But um, and at the same time, it was a bit of a struggle knowing that looking into their actual history you know that some things are just 
over-exaggerated and dramatized just for movie-loving fair to be like, oh, that's what, what's going on. And yeah, actually, like, oh, wait, yeah. no, 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 that's the wrong. So I'll give you an example uh, yeah. from a Bruce Springsteen uh, version. Uh, I went and saw the movie Blinded by the Light. Okay, oh. great movie. Really captures this feeling of becoming you know, involved with, you know, a new musicians, you know, so, um, but there is a scene where um, the hero of the movie, his, a guy at school gives him two cassettes. Oh, wow. He gives him darkness on the edge of town and born in the USA. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you cut through Monday morning and our hero is seeing his friend and he quotes lyrics from the river, which is not on either cassette. <laughs> wow. So I went and saw this movie. Uh, I, you know, I live in Dallas, Texas. Okay. So I, I had I had like we had like seven or eight people that uh, are all Springsteen fans that had been on my podcast that all live here in mm -hmm. Dallas. We all met. And went to the movie together and wow. all of us cool. as we're leaving the theater oh that was great that was great however <laughs> how did he know the lyrics to the river when that wasn't on either cassette um right. so i said oh well there's a deleted scene where he goes to the record store and buys another <laughs> springsteen he buys the springsteen double cassette <laughs> the river and oh, that's wow. how he knew so yes uh i i one of my good friends um is a big queen fan and he did talk about that um you know a, especially the timing on some of the things in the movie was a little off and if you're a purist it's it's hard for you to get past that right you're loving for one minute you're loving the songs and the visuals and then you yeah. jump into a different period and you go Wait a minute, that happened earlier, much later. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes. Uh, um, so I, I, I want to know a little bit about, um, so when I saw the title of your Western Reviews podcast, I immediately said, is, is this a John Ford? You know, is this, is this a John Ford? Like, are, are we talking about, you know, uh, you know, John Ford and, 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 uh, you know, all these other, uh, cause I'm a big, um, I, I, I love a lot of the old classic Westerns, uh, but I don't think that's necessarily what the podcast is about. Correct. WW? Absolutely not. You'd okay. be wrong. <laughs> okay. Tell me a little but bit about the podcast. If I could tell a little bit about it, uh, while it does have features of various Westerns that I've done, uh, some shows and movies, I know I did a review of, uh, Gunsmoke and Bananas, actually, both of those. Okay. A while back. Not a whole series retrospective. I feel okay. like I probably could go on as an own show for that. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, it mostly delves on the fact that I live and take on movies that have come out in the Western Hemisphere. Uh, okay. We are in the Hemisphere. So it's a little bit of a more of a ge uh, geographical thing. Kind of a okay. play on words. Uh, okay. <laughs> so since I have that fact, I usually cover movies and TV shows yeah. from this hemisphere. <laughs> What what made you decide you wanted to do a podcast and why this topic? Well, I've actually had a love for movies uh, growing up, mostly that of the animation form, you know. Okay. Kids love their animated movies. Still do. Uh, and I was one of those. So 
eventually I just thought, you know, as I delved into more live action things, I kind of got interested in the whole review format. Uh, of course, I didn't originally start it as a podcast. I was uh, kind of like of a clip show on YouTube. Uh, just had various image stills and video clips from the shows and movies that I'm doing. And eventually, uh, I just kind of took advantage of the fact that, you know, I thought the editing would be easy coming in, but <laughs> it's definitely not that. So yes. I just thought maybe if I turn it into an audio only format, I might, you know, have more of a success there. Uh, it might be less difficult in some aspects. And of course, I converted it into a podcast. And mm-hmm. I've been doing that for a while now. I've, you know, kind of delved into my own thing. The editing castle still has not changed in some ways, but there's definitely a lot less pressure on my hands, you know, not yes. relying on video. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, what um, do you do this as solo or do you have a, a, a partner? I do this solo. The Western okay. views anyway. Okay. And uh, what, um, what, like, give me some ideas of like, how do you pick your subject? What do you decide you want to do this? You know, what you want to talk about? Uh, well, I usually have a battle between what's trending now? Uh, what's something that I could sink my teeth into try to give some bit of a constructive review of? Uh, yeah. Hopefully something that can really uh, keep on, you know, my interest. Yeah. Uh, so usually I stick on to that at the same time when it comes to classics, I do like, you know, showcase those for those that are a little bit younger in the demo that might be listening in that might not know about that to yeah. review uh, and some things in between that are still like up and coming, uh, you know, some recent show reviews and movies reviews that I've done. People really weren't confident like eh, this is going to be a big hit or not. Uh, and neither did I, but I still took some of those on. So yeah yeah because i was you know i'm i'm looking here i notice you uh you know one of your early reviews was silver streak which um i i'm considerably older than you ww i uh (laughs) i can remember you know i i remember going to the movie theater and could not believe how funny that movie was Wow. You know, just 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 amazing, you know, that the scene with him in the bathroom and, and you know, and, and, yes. and, you know, and that and that line at the end. Well, where do you want to go? And Richard Pryor, well, I left my Jag in Kansas City. You know, I just a super him and Gene Wilder were amazing together. So um, so the classic. It, yeah, it, it appears you do a lot of thoughts. Um, the latest episode you did King Richard. Uh, we yes. had watched that. My family all and I all enjoyed it. Absolutely. Um, once again, not sure because it's a biopic. There's probably some shades in there about several you know, shades. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, still <laughs> the idea say. of you know, and what I always find interesting, and I'd love your you know, your thoughts on it, is that line between being dedicated and passionate to being obsessed right Right. like like you when do you what is that line between like for this case you know the the williams's you know father you know this passion about he knows his daughters could be the best at what they do you know and it turned out they were but (laughs) there were there are people that are passionate and spend money and you know they're 
their child is good, but not mm-hmm. great. You know, it, it, they're a good athlete, but they're not a great athlete. They're, you know, right. So it, did you have any thoughts about that while watching the movie or, you know, that was one of the things that struck me. Well, uh, looking into the character personalities themselves, I was definitely coming into it like definitely something that I don't know much about. Yeah. Uh, you know, sports is not really, well, especially tennis in particular, it's not really one of my forays. So yeah. I, I was trying to come in to get some information about, you know, who is this yeah. Richard guy? You know, the only Richard I kind of know about is Richard Simmons or you yeah. know, Little Richard, or, you know, but not yeah. Richard Williams. <laughs> not, right. the, not the Richards we all speak of. But seeing his real, you know, his character just go through with his daughters, you know, you know, trying to get them to be the best of the best was a very fascinating sight to see. Uh, it, I think the movie definitely did very well with trying to, you know, see all the emotions between what the daughter's ambitions were and what the father's ambitions were. It's a very big stark contrast with that. Uh, and it's like a roller coaster of emotions. I think I, I really liked how the movie kind of portrayed, you know, the, the bonds, uh, how far a father will go to make sure his, his daughters are in line. Yeah. Uh, whether that <laughs> is a bit with the upsets of, oh, yes, this, this was me. I'm the father that did X, Y, Z thing. Uh, but still, nonetheless, it, it tugs at your heartstrings with a variety of emotions. One minute, you, you, you understand it. Another minute, you're a bit irritated, you know? You know- you know, it's a little um, and I, I'm sure you caught of this, but the whole, um, you know, the Oscars controversy, you know, kind right, of which it, I put out after the fact. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it is, it, you know, and I think like everyone else in America, you know, um, you know, I think if you had asked before this happened, you know, a huge percentage would talk about how much they loved Will Smith. Just, you mm-hmm. know, and and it just it's it's regardless of the circumstances it just is sad because i don't want to say taints but it does cloud the experience of you know winning this wonderful award absolutely yeah what was supposed to be the best evening of his life kind of got a little bit tainted i'm not saying that he didn't have any fun yeah we saw the videos yes you know just a little bit of a taint there it Uh was it was a very fascinating sight to see yeah in real time and seeing all the reactions since then. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, all right, WW, tell me about Indie Podcast Unite. May 7th is the event. Uh, you're here to talk a little music. We're talking your podcast, but also one of the reasons why is you wanted to promote this event. So, tell me a little bit about what this is. What are you trying to accomplish? Well, uh, a while back, uh, I came together with uh, a frequent collaborator, goes by the name of Curtis Elton, who hosts his own podcast known as the Listen, Listen, Listen podcast. That's a bit more of a variety format, not exactly movies or music per se, which is why he's not here with me right now, plus the time difference. He's in another country. But um, we really want to just unite podcasts, you know, of different, you know, sizes, audience sizes, uh, different genres, whatever to talk about, you know, just to come together and showcase their talent, basically, uh, what drives them to do their great podcasts, uh, maybe some advice for up and coming indie podcasters that might not have that voice to or drive to do much just yet. And uh, also have a little bit of fun conversation and all in all. So uh, hopefully this turns into like a recurring event that we can do uh, with different podcasters that can come on from time to time, whether live or pre-recorded uh, through the miracles of technology and just be his own big thing for podcasts. Yeah, I know one of the things you guys requested is for us to do a little clip 
uh, just to say, hey, share a podcast story. And right. so I recorded mine, sent mine in. Uh, right. <laughs> so um, how, what, where, where are you guys going to show this at? What, what's going to be the format and how do people check it out? Well, we're going to be live streaming this on YouTube uh, okay. on the big day, Saturday, May 7th. Two o'clock Eastern time, uh, or check your local times if you're you're not in that time right. zone, of course. Uh, but eventually, after being live streamed on YouTube, uh, my producer says it's going to be on some more platforms. He's looking at Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, okay, the whole nine yards. Uh, mm-hmm. But not really confirmed yet. But I know YouTube is for like for sure the goal. Uh, it'll be available in uh, audio for, uh, audio only format in podcast uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. So very looking forward to this. So what other podcasts have you lined up for this live show? And, and, you know, the, are you having guests joining you? Are you guys doing a combination? Talk to me a little bit on what you're planning to do. Well, we're going to have a variety of guests. Uh, initially when the recent announcement came about, uh, my producer said that was about over 200 podcasters that were really interested in trying to come together and do this. Of course, we had limited, of course, we didn't want to be too long an event, but um, we're going to have a mixture of guests that will be appearing live. Uh, I believe there'll be five or six of the podcasters a lifetime. There will probably be a revolving window of some special guest podcast that will come in from time to time throughout the stream. And also there'll be, of course, messages and little bits and pieces from other podcasters, such as yourself, if you send it over, uh, that'll be appearing throughout the show. Okay. Some pre-recorded bits. Good. Very nice. Cool. Um, is Are you going to have any specific themes or topics, or are you just kind of kind of roll with different guests and sharing different stories? Rolling with the flow. We don't have a specific topic. I love it. Time. I love it. I love it a lot. <laughs> That's great. Um, what have you learned about yourself as you've podcast? And what, 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 what have you? Yeah, what give me a couple of things you've you've learned from you know about yourself as you're doing this. Well, it's always good to step outside of your comfort box once in a time. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, I probably wouldn't have been you know as comfortable stepping out and doing the podcast like to be listened all around the world. You know, I checked it, the specs every other day. Yeah, but uh, really good to you know just use your creative force into making the best thing that you're comfortable with doing. Uh, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of what feedback you might get from it, X, yeah. Y, and Z, and also uh, you know <laughs> utilizing your best editing. Uh, and tech skills to so just, you know, yeah, experiment, uh, yeah. creative, do some things, not just stick outside of a box, try to stick out, be your best thing. Uh, you know, try not to be similar to any other podcast. That's really just the main goal that I try to get down to at the end of the day. Be creative, be myself, try mm-hmm. not to be too similar. Good. So, uh, yeah. And so remind me, what's the name of your, you said right now, your music podcast has taken a little break, but tell me yes, what it was before. Break. Yes. <laughs> I think the two old guys have some extra gray hairs, but I'm going to bring them out now. Give okay. them a little bit of shade. But uh, two okay. of my music snobs podcast. Uh, okay. It's been a while. I can't even remember their names, but it's <laughs> okay. two old guy hosts. Uh, they're practically a parody of music snobs. They talk about their favorite artists, least favorite artists, kind of break it down. Talk a little bit about history too, for those that might not know it, uh, you know, to the best of their abilities and have some, you know, humorous bits here and there. Just have a little bit of a great show, kind of like an intimate conversation sort of show. Nice. Very nice. Um, when, I, I, what kind of, 
as you're going forward, what, what are the plans for the podcast? What do you want to do and how do you want to expand? I know, you know, you've got this indie podcast happening. You're hoping to yeah. make some connections, but what are your ambitions, WW, as you grow as a podcaster and as a creative force? Basically doing bigger and better things with the podcast, uh, experimenting in ways that I don't think I've actually had previously up to this point. You know, obviously having big connections with podcasters that are coming up that would like to be featured on the show because I don't really have many features at the time. If anything, I've probably been featured on other people's podcasts more, but okay. mostly now it's just been sponsorships that have recent. But in okay. the future, I would like to have more features and okay. maybe even uh, delving into uh, interviews and discussions of that sort, uh, you know. Well, I'll throw it up. And if you want to have me talk about John Ford's stagecoach or the man who shot Liberty Valance, <laughs> um, I will join you and we could watch this together. And then we could talk about, you know, like, hey, a true Western Review uh, channel. Um, Absolutely. Right, so, yeah. So you've talked about Queen. What are some other what are other people that are playing in your uh, we used to say, you know, your um walkman or your uh you know uh mp3 player but on your phone what what other music are you listening to uh a variety of older acts i, I can throw off some random names uh you know uh, some james brown thrown in there some old godfather soul yeah uh who else uh little richard I, i'm doing an episode on on two grumpy music snobs soon you know when i get it back off the back burner okay. um and some some newer acts that kind of have that retro vibe. I've not been listening to uh, the recent uh, Grammy nominated group Black Pumas. That's one I've been listening to. And uh, musician Thundercat uh, have some very retro, funky disco like type of vibes. Um, and I, I kind of really like them for the fact that they are, you know, kind of giving a tribute to classic music. Uh, even Bruno Mars' little outfit group Silk Sonic. I know that's not going to be a full time thing since it's his own solo artist, but uh, yeah. again very classic very retro sounding so i'm a big fan of those types of artists you know <laughs> the kind okay. of get retro feels so i'm gonna give you a shout out um <sighs> my um my uh nephew i have a nephew <sighs> that lives in austin texas and they oh. are um he is the leader and of a of a band called the night owls n-i-t-e-o-w-s oh. and they do um the style it's new music but in the style of like al green and oh. others that yeah that old that that you know that 60s 70s dance music it's a lot of fun i'll i'll, I'll uh i'll send you the link to their website i i if you like that i think you will it it's it's very fun it's very clever they they do a really good job so you should check that out that's absolutely good. yeah have to check it out yeah so Talk to me a little bit. Uh, live shows. Are are you a fan of live music? Do you do you like to go? Of course, this is all pre-pandemic, right? You know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, well, to answer that question in particular, um, well, I don't really have much live music experience. A lot okay. of the, you know folks I really listen to are either no longer living or really don't tour. If okay. anything, a lot of the folks that I do listen to usually skip south carolina they like to go to neighboring states like hey yes. let's go tour in north carolina yes, Georgia, yes. florida <laughs> absolutely so yeah they really don't come here as much as they used to back in you know say the 80s or the 90s yeah uh i think the only live concert experience i went to was like a, a free concert uh at a local state fair 
uh, in the fall of uh, probably 2012, 2013-ish, uh, it was a gospel concert that was headlined by Kirk Franklin. That was a free show. Okay, uh, sure. Usually they have free shows in the middle of the week. Uh, yeah. Some other artists, usually it's $10 per gig, but yeah. that was a free show. And I went there with my stepmother and uh, her friend's kids. And we had a great time. I remember his little mm-hmm. wish about older things, but okay. had a great time for what I remember. But that was really like the only main live concert experience I've had. I okay. went to other live functions before. but not Yeah. So um, you, you've kind of talked a little bit about your planning to uh, keep doing what you're doing, keep growing. Um, so you, you, you're thinking you're going to want to bring back, um, you know, some of your music podcast. Um, of course. <laughs> what, uh, anything else that um, before I get to the uh, Mary question, which uh, <laughs> any, anything else that I should have asked you that I haven't? Uh, I think you pretty much hit up on all the points. (laughs) Okay, good. All right. So um, hopefully you did your homework. If not, WW, I'll forgive you. Um, (laughs) What I I end every podcast with the Mary question. So what this is, is um, Jay Armstrong, who is an honors English teacher in the uh, Philadelphia area, um, would teach. He would take the song Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen and he would... um, break it apart as a poem he would go through all the lyrics he would talk about the imagery that bruce does he would compare it to robert frost the road not taken and then um he would ask his class at the end of the uh two days does mary get in the car so ww that is your question does mary get in the car at the end of thunder road well as somebody who who kind of pays more attention to audio detail Yes. It was hard to tell, but I, I went back and checked out the lyrics, and I would like to say I hope she did get in the car. Okay. Uh, it's a very moving song, a lot of different lyrics. I, I didn't really know, because like I said, it's kind of a very spur yeah. of the moment, so I didn't sure. really do much of my homework. Forgive me on that. No, no, no. But, that's okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, uh, you know, he seems like a very motivational, uh, inspired movie, you know, uh, okay. considering, you know, what Springsteen is singing about, laying down, you know. Yeah. He wants to do things with you, you know, you're all right with me, X, Y, Z. You know, come okay. with me in this car. Hope you do. But, you know, the <laughs> lyrics right. are saying That's one good. thing and the audio is saying another. Last thing I hear is thuds. I don't hear a car door. I try to listen to audio details. So Very nice. I like that. Yeah. You did. know, um, <laughs> one of my favorite answers is I had a guest who said, and it fits with your thoughts. Um, <laughs> he said, it depends. He says, if it's Bruce with the whole band, he gets in the car because you know if you listen to the whole band there's a powerful ending and yeah. you know you have the intro but if it's bruce by himself you just kind of him kind of hums toward the end and that's him driving mm-hmm. away alone yeah so uh that fits your audio thought ww this is great if someone wants to reach you what's the best way they can well, uh, you can uh, reach me out on Twitter at reviews underscore Western or on my Instagram page at Western Reviews Official for the Indie Podcast Unite. Uh, I believe you go by Indie Pods Unite. That's our account handle for both Twitter and Instagram, uh, if we do okay. have one of those. And of course, uh, our YouTube channels for that. Okay, Indie Podcast good. Unite. Yeah, so Indie Podcast Unite, it's going to be May 7th. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, listeners, check it out. Uh, go, you, you, you'll get to see hopefully my little snippet. You're going to have a lot of entertaining people talking about a lot of different subjects. So it's going to be a lot of fun. WW, thank you so much. This was a blast. I appreciate no you joining me. 
uh, thank you so much. Uh, and if there's, you know, keep me posted on anything coming forward and we'll have to do this again. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Listeners, go get vaccinated. Go get boosted. Let's be kind to each other because that's how we're going to get through this. Thank you, WW. Thank you, listeners. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. I want and need your feedback. You can reach me multiple ways to tell me what you like or don't like about the show. You can reach out to give me guest suggestions or maybe to join me on the podcast yourself. We're on Twitter at SetLustingBruce or at DFW. I have an Instagram, SetLustingBruce or Jesse Jackson DFW. Our Facebook page, facebook.com slash setlustingbruce. Go to patreon.com slash setlustingbruce to find out how you can support the show. And we have several tiers of support. Please go to your favorite podcast player and hit subscribe. And tell a friend about the podcast because that is the way we're going to grow. If you're not tired of hearing me speak, you can hear me on Next Stop Everywhere, the Doctor Who podcast, where Charles Skaggs and I talk all things Doctor Who, the How Many podcast, where me and my friends Gary, Scott, Bob, and Jr. talk pop culture, and finally, my newest podcast, The Last Best Hope for Conversation, a Babylon 5 podcast, where Karen, Lou, and I are going through the TV show Babylon 5 one episode at a time. I am always looking for guests, so please reach out to me, setlustingbruce at gmail.com. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only. Said listening Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission.